This is Scott Johnson, artist of Extra Life at MyExtraLife.com, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com Oh, they took my freaking kidney. Way to go, a-hole! The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive. It's alive. It's alive. Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat, and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now, on with the show! For Sunday, the 10th of June, 2010... 2010. I'm living wow. in the past. Wow. Hey, in the past. My brain went Man. the 10th of June, <laughs> and of course, that's also the year for Sunday, June 10th, 2012. If you look at your face, which it tells is you even what year it is. worse because I was watching oh, the damn movie 2012 earlier today. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really why good. your brain's fried. <laughs> that's why my brain's fried. <laughs> right, yeah, that'll do it right there. I blame John Cusack. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. a Roland Emmerich. Disaster film. Like, it's no, like, it was a disaster. It was a disaster, all right. <laughs> I did not pay any money to watch right. that. That is a couple hours of my life. I ain't getting back, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to Casual Hardcore before I forget to play it. Tangents are kind of a big deal. And leading the show today, we have a one time only tangent. Yes. Yes. Coming mm-hmm. to you from the Gwenora Quadrant. Yes. By the way, I am Gnomewise. I am Dexa. I am Grail. I am Gwenora. And Gwenora has something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. No. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> so uh, I haven't been paying attention to Facebook, so I've been out of the loop a little bit. Well, it's on my personal Facebook page anyway, so. But I. Uh, but, so most of the world doesn't know about it. But the world that's important, well, kind of did. We've which would be my family. I'm important. Yes, you're important. Because <laughs> right. you're one of my 186 friends. <laughs> Facebook. I'm special. <laughs> yes, yes, she is. Yeah. I'm more special. No, not no. really. Not today, you're not. <laughs> no. Out with it. Not today, you're not. <laughs> I know. Spill it. Okay, fine. As of yesterday morning. So it's been about 
almost 36 hours now. Uh, Thumbelina and I are getting married. Booyah! I'm going to watch the chat window explode now. <laughs> In about 20 <laughs> seconds. Kind of like Facebook did yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty funny. I think so, we had our quickest reaction in like 18 seconds. It was one of my cousins. <laughs> well, we can either you know hit you with... Yeah, baby! Yeah! That'll work. Or the... <laughs> oh, you got to feel sorry for that guy. A little of both, maybe? Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Depends oh, wait, on... I have to say Barry knew, too, because he's on... He's on Facebook yeah, with me. Yeah, he's on Facebook with me. He's one of my friends. Why would you let Barry be your Facebook friend? Why wouldn't I let Barry? Yeah, that's true. Why does Reginald, Reginald have his own page? Thank you. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Why does Reginald I totally have friend his own Reginald. Page? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely friend Reginald. <laughs> I, I'm convinced that Reginald recorded that. Yes, yes exactly. I'm pretty sure. That's a good approximation, I think. <laughs> what? What? Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to everybody in, uh, Welcome in to IRC me. who's saying congratulations. Welcome to the tribe, my son. Yes. I yeah. Know. I know. It's well, I, I, I have 16 months yet. <laughs> yeah, 16 months. What, in which your mind? I say what? as my fiance is standing right behind me. She's I have 16 months on my neck. 15 days, so, 6 I, hours, <laughs> 29 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> she's holding crochet needles. I know, yes, seriously. Yes, she is. Oh, no, she's uh, not. Just the ring. So there's a date. October 12th of 2013. Woo! All right, let's put Dax that in the calendar. Dax is putting it in the calendar. <laughs> Siri! <laughs> which Add I, calendar date. Which yeah, that'll take like exactly. 10 hours. I'll just <laughs> like do it myself. Thank you. When uh, I told Roblox and Pally about it last night, they were like, oh, so we know what we'll be doing in 364 days after our wedding. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. doing Almost, it the same it's, one? It's the same week. Well, it's Columbus Day weekend. Okay. Oh, okay. Theirs is the 13th. Ours will be the 12th. So oh, yeah. Should, so, yeah. Cool. I'll say it's was like, oh, I know where we'll be spending our anniversary. <laughs> yeah. So October 12th, 12th, 12th 2013. 2013. All right. Got it. Very cool. Save the date, people. And I'm <laughs> going to excuse my no- myself because I just realized my brother called. Oh. <laughs> probably oh. about this whole thing. So <laughs> <laughs> Fine, <laughs> He Gwen. found out yesterday and uh. he probably wants to talk to me. So No problems. We can talk about Prometheus. Yeah. Yes, that's you right. can. Actually, that's a good idea. I will go <laughs> yeah. excuse myself and mm-hmm. you can talk about Prometheus because well, we I haven't seen it yet. Well, let's, let's do the standard Spoiler intro. alert. Well, we'll get the spoiler alert, but we also need to introduce our producer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yes, guess. we do. Yeah, yeah, In yeah, Internet right. Relay Chat, if you're joining us live, and you should be, come to vtwproductions.com, go to chat at the top of the page, come down to the video wall, for it is awesome and filled with wonderfully handsome and sexy people wearing fezzes. The sexiest <laughs> ones wear fezzes. Yes, uh-huh. yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the IRC that on the air. is our producer, nay, IRC rep, the... Barry Vaughn, awesome. Mm-hmm. Barry White, save my life. If you have something to bring to our attention during the show, please. Oh, Barry, I'm looking at the video off from where I'm sitting, yes. and it appears that Barry's Fez. You're Fez brothers. Yours. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, wow. Barry apparently is the bigger Fez brother in no. this yeah. case. He's a heathen because he's wearing a Fez on top of a hat. Oh, Barry, come on. A fist stands alone, Barry. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yes. that's true. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> but then again, you're Barry. If you have something to bring to our attention during the show, please PM the aforementioned Barry Von Awesome in the IRC, and he will bring it to our attention. Don't PM us directly because we don't like staring at the black void and not speaking like this. Hmm. Uh-huh. Interesting. See, what I did there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I agree. With the thing? In the place. In, yeah. yeah. With the guy. I'd never been to Belize. So, uh, for our tangent section, uh, 
Massive spoiler oh, are yes, gonna, alert. Okay, and so this is like opening with that, weekend. I'm out. I'll be back. Opening weekend in the U.S. has been over for two Forever, weeks over. So, okay, well, yeah, yeah screw seriously. Them, then. All right, so massive spoilers so, for the movie Prometheus. Right. So tune out for this 20-minute segment if you don't want to be spoiled because um, we're going to talk about it in some detail because it deserves going over in some detail because there's large chunks missing from the movie. Yes. There's some detail missing. Yeah. And if you follow me on Twitter, nah. you already know what my issue is with this movie. So. Well, actually, I mean, I will say, you know, first off, and I'm not even a spoiler, but just it is worth seeing in the theater. It is. Absolutely. No, it is, absolutely. Yeah, let's, let's, let's preface this with, you should go see this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, li- I mean, overall, I would say... It is a like change. Like when they were leaving the... Um, Pyramid, or the whatever the hell it was, um, leaving the structure right. with what's his face getting sick, Holloway getting sick. Right, right, right. It's more they, of a they, circle. They, they, yeah, they, a they transitioned really quickly from them being deep inside yeah. with helmets off to exiting like, a, a, just an abrupt cut right. to where they're suddenly, they flash to the ship real quick for a come on back in, and then they went back, and suddenly they're all the way out and they have all their helmets on. And like, there's a whole chunk of story there that got that edited got out because that was way too abrupt and obvious. Like, okay, there was. Something that's missing. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to focus first on the good, and then, okay. then I'll get into my issue. So, right. cinematography was amazing. Oh my god, amazing Gorgeous. cinematography. Some of the sweeping scenes, especially when they're flying in and such, it looked. Yeah, I, amazing. I may go back and watch this one in IMAX. Right, we saw it in we IMAX, it in, IMAX. in 3D. Okay. Yes. Again, I'm not 3D. a big 3D person, <laughs> so I, it wasn't that 3D. Didn't bring with the, the 3D IMAX. before, like with the IMAX doing their little like you're watching IMAX was that's amazing. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. But the the actual movie, I don't know if you. Needed it, but the the screen size, yeah, you definitely want to see it. The bigger the screen, the better. Right. Is basically the way I would. We put saw it two D in a regular theater, yeah. and it was still freaking awesome. Yeah, I- incredible looking. The action scenes were great. The action scenes are amazing. I too. think they really action. It it really captured. I think this might be a little bit of my disquent with the movie is that the action scenes were so reminiscent of the way it felt in Aliens and yes. Alien that I was really like, oh, it's there, it's the magic's back, and then they kind of get away from that. And yeah. it was kind of a little uneven and see, With Ridley Scott coming back, I was expecting a suspense. Mm-hmm. I was expecting yes. Alien, and I didn't get it. Yeah. yeah. I got bits of it. Bits of it. But, not, not good ones. So, but I mean, those scenes where they put together the tension, I thought they did a really good mm-hmm. job there. The story is where it had just a real uneven keel, and the writing of the characters, characters. The characters was, was uneven. Was, was inconsistent. Yeah. Well, they were flat. I mean, you really could have combined two or three of those characters to make a really robust and yeah. someone you would care about character, but they just were kind of like, here's two details about this character. Like the girl, the... Mm-hmm. Charlize. Charlize Theron. Yeah. Her character didn't need to be there at all. They could have combined it with someone else. Yeah. Yeah, her character. I think we came was up with her candy. and the captain should have just been one character. One, one character, yeah. yeah. Um, because it wasn't needed, and they decided like they had like, I guess there were seventeen people on the ship. Mm-hmm. They only really explored maybe seven of them, right? So really, you had like ten red shirts. Yeah, <laughs> plenty of cannon fodder. <laughs> that yeah. I again, that's what you know. And I, I unfortunately, I have to compare it to aliens that's set in the same universe, and that's the gold standard. And the gold standard that you had a team that you cared about. They didn't have a long time to build up their characters, but they, you still they cared got about right them. down to it. And this one, they they kind of missed that chance. And in general, they just had a really poorly. Like there was no protocols for this research team. Right. They were. I just wandering. They were dumb. touching things and pushing <laughs> yeah. buttons and and just 
you know, at taking their helmets off and just mm-hmm. random dumb really, things that really scientists should would not never, do. Would, no, would, would never, never do. do. Well, I, even this morning I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, they, they make mention they spent a trillion dollars to fund this expedition. Right. You couldn't put one unmanned robot on this damn right. ship to send in first before sending in your entire team of experts? Well, you don't even need <laughs> an unmanned robot. You have a freaking humanoid yeah, android. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, the android, though, you don't know whose team is on. So an unmanned robot that you control would be better. But they didn't know. That they didn't he, know that. They didn't know that he was not on their team. Yeah. You think they'd put a kill switch though on their Android? On their Android, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the guy, the guy running the show from the Puppet Master yeah. wouldn't allow that. No, I know. It, it was. Yeah. You'd think they'd say, "Okay, uh, Android, you go. Yeah, check it out. Report back. Right. Or no. the first time the Android starts screwing with stuff, you go." I'm going to keep an eye on the Android. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's kind of going rogue here a little bit. Maybe we should monitor what he does. So, that was, you know, just too many times. And even when the characters would do something smart, like the couple scientists who were like, dead body, we're out of here. We're out of yeah. here. How did they get lost? They had a mapping ah, system. Exactly. That was the dumbest. <laughs> and he was the one who had the mapping right. system. Yeah, the guy who deployed the robotic, robotic mapping system managed to get lost. lost. Yeah. What a dumb plot and it was device. a circle <laughs> <laughs> yes it just drove me that was Worst like sh- plot uh, device ever ever it was no bad. just yeah and they explain there was there had to be a lot of cut out of it because i left sometimes you leave movies with questions going you know do you think it was this or do you think it was that and it was good it's good questions this one movie saying what, what the, the hell, hell? Did, I, did i just watch yeah, yeah. going wait can you explain that to me? Yeah. If you if you want someone else to explain a movie to you and they can't do it either, that was not Something a good movie. Something was wrong. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had no, to do a there lot. Were, there were no questions answered. None. Very, very few. I mean, the whole, the whole premise of Prometheus is, and the opening sequence was really neat. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And the, the alien, the, good the, story. the, the design of mm-hmm. the engineers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, totally believably looking. These, these giant, pale, hairless oh, yeah. humans. Humans. Really muscular, yeah. Perfect specimen like humans. Yeah. Totally real, yeah. In, and even you know, yeah. the giants standing next to the regular size human look totally real. So the effects, dead on. But the opening sequence was really kind of interesting, where their method of seeding a world with their genetic material is an act of sacrifice of yes. one of their people, right? Who basically goes down to the primordial waters of a developing world. And drinks this genetic solvent that dissolves them into the water and seeds all the basic genetic chemicals of life and starts evolution. So this whole very symbolic, I give my life so that this planet may have life. It's like, oh, that's a beautiful thing and it was wonderfully done and gorgeous. But but it went... Nowhere. Well, I even had issues with the opening because yeah. it was really tough. Like we came out of there, and each of us had a different interpretation of what happened at the beginning of the movie. Really? Because I thought I was like, "Well, did are they saying he, he is he the one that basically caused this calamity on that planet by disseminating the virus?" Or oh, you thought planet? that was? LB I thought maybe that was four two three or what two three two whatever they were on. Mm-hmm. Um, and See, so I, I, I interpreted that. And that the, yeah, the and, so and I and so I went that. on the forums, and a lot of people had that, but there were some that had my explanation, some that even had some. Other crazy explanations, yeah. like this was just a test planet and it wasn't Earth, and so I think I, I I came around and saying okay, that was the way they were seeding it. But then I got into why is this black liquid affect people differently? And the I mean the feeling I get from some of the reading I've done is it's supposed to be what motivates you. Oh, 
So the guy, the act of sacrifice mm -hmm. was the purest motivation. Gotcha. And led to life evolving on the planet. Ah. You give the little nanobots to humans, and because we're totally evil and corrupt, all right. kinds of bad crap Just happens. Bad stuff happens. It's basically saying, it. humans bad. Humans bad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, ah, I don't like that. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, and I just an and they could have explained it a little better. There, yeah, there, was, no there was no explanation at all. And from the standpoint of realistically, the humans in that situation would have no freaking idea what was what. Right. Yeah. So yes, very real. Makes for a lousy movie. Yes. Because you want to come away from a movie with the fact that okay, I saw a story, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah. They posed some questions. They experienced some things, and they answered some questions, and they left off the last bit in yeah. this movie. <laughs> <laughs> obvious setup for sequels is obvious. Uh huh. Right. Makes for this into a lousy movie from a satisfaction uh, with the storyline standpoint. Yeah. Because well, I mean, we have the we have the engineers. Mm -hmm. The whole premise is, you know, these guys who we had previously known as the space jockeys. Right. Turns out that's not what they look like. That's just armor and helmets that they wear. They're actually basically big humans. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Genetically nearly identical to us because we are, in fact, descended from them. Yeah. Um, they go around seeding all kinds of worlds for what reason we don't know. No, no. They arrive at LV four two two whatever it is. And find basically a biological weapons research facility right. out in the middle of nowhere, which is where you would put a biological weapons facility, right. Right. that suffered some kind of calamity. Which they never explained. Which they never explained 2,000 years ago that basically killed everybody there with the exception of one guy in stasis yeah. that we ever saw. Right. And apparently it killed them all just as they were warming up to come annihilate Earth. Right. Which how they know that... Is not explained. Not explained at all. Other than just the, they see the, they see the, the star the, chart. Well, the, they the recording, yeah, the recording of what the last little bits of the guys before the calamity. In. Right. They were they were apparently looked like they were going to Earth. to Earth, and they were loaded up with this nasty material. Yeah, which is also the life giving material. Right. We yeah, don't not freaking explained. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, I don't know why. I mean, apparently, one dude drinking that sees an entire world. It's like, do you really need five million canisters of this stuff then to take out a world? Right. <laughs> so, I, I mean, know. if you're seeding a world, maybe you can start small and it grows. Yeah. If you want to annihilate, maybe it takes a little bit more. Oh yeah. Don't know. Again, none of this is explained. It's all left for interpretation. Right. 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 Um, well, and then I mean, Barry says that he likes movies that are left to viewers' interpretation. The problem is. This no one, no one had any clue. It's yeah. not an interpretation. Is no one has any clue what happened when they come out it's of the all theater. It's all there's, interpretation. It's all interpretation. No information. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I equate it to like a movie like Inception is left to interpretation. Right, and You're that not was sure a good where it movie. Ends and you can you can argue either way, but at least you understand what happened. Exactly. This one, I felt like they ripped some pages out of the script. Right. And like I'm trying to fill in that's, holes. That's why I feel like it was a bad edit. Yeah. So, and then at the end, they kind of try to say that. I'm trying to figure out, is this the genesis then also of the xenomorph? Obviously. I mean, they, that, that's pretty blatant. Okay. So this is the first one, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Human, humankind, with the help of the black oil, right. gave birth to the aliens. Through them. Okay. That's... Through yeah. how, though? Well, they... they that one banged. alien? So how does then that one alien... Then she made, alien, like, the gigantic facehugger. Face and right. then the facehugger imprinted him, and then... They, you get an alien. Okay. All right. So again, the oil gets in the Holloway. Right. Holloway knocks up 
what's her face. Right. Because humans are evil, it gives birth to evil, evil incarnate. Evil baby, yeah. So because humans are evil, we create the xenomorphs. Right. We get the first face hugger. Right. Which is ginormous, ginormous. the size it's of a, a body, freaking... It's a body hugger. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, it's a body hugger. It's snuggly. Yeah. Um, it impregnates one of the engineers, engineers, and you get what you assume would be would grow into the first queen. Well, well, yeah. They always said if they're alone, one of them will morph into a queen anyway. So, yeah. Which many insects will do. Right. Um, okay. So then somehow from there, they then propagate. So, so human and engineer, black oil equals alien? Equals all kinds of different things. Yeah, okay. apparently that's... you saw the got into the Mohawk guy, which right. turned him into a killing machine. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't have... Like yeah, uh, that's true. It did turn him, in. but he didn't. Yeah. He didn't have a face hugger. Well, no, right. He just he had, had oil. oil. Again, he just had oil. This, yeah. this is not all one thing. This right. is the oil doing various things. Various so things. Had, yeah. The, they showed you the little caterpillars. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. And then they and then became, the oil. They became. They became those the tentacle things. things. Yeah. So that was one you know, incarnation. A pure evolution of just a, a creature, creature. Right. into a, a bigger. So ultimately, creature. what this oil does is evolve you into like your ultimate. Evolution, maybe? No, no. Okay, yeah. N- none of yeah. it's all wildly up to your own interpretation. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, it's, it's making for some good discussion here. Right. But it didn't make for a very satisfying movie-going movie. yeah. experience. Right. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. So maybe if we see the director's cut, I'll like yeah. it. Because it was a night, it's going to be one of those movie. where the director's cut is going to be a different movie, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, it would have to be. But, I mean, because there's tremendous potential there. And, yeah. and the, some of the implications I've seen online, and I had to have someone else spell this out to me for me to get it now, in retrospect, makes perfect sense. Because mm-hmm. the one big question that's never answered in the movie with any clarity at all is why do the engineers hate us? Right. Yeah. Right. Why do they feel they need to destroy their experiment? Where did we go horribly wrong? Exactly. Because obviously they think we have we- gone horribly wrong right. and need to be annihilated. And the one little line that's dropped that I guess you're supposed to glom onto is when they're carbon dating the head. Right. Say it's 2,000 years years old. old. But what happened 2,000 years ago on Earth? Yeah. We nailed a guy to a tree. Right. A great teacher. But even then, that's not because they were in 2093, so they were actually way after. Margin of error in carbon dating. Okay. Well, Jesus. I mean, if you have to get to that point, then that's really not a line that explains anything. Yeah, that explains nothing. The the discussions I've seen, and apparently some interviews with with the production team that indicate this, is the idea was supposed to be they sent one last teacher emissary to us to see if we could be salvaged because we'd be gone we've gone we had gone savage right with the roman empire and like this is not right. how we wanted things to turn out go down there and because the, the whole running theme was you know you had the the murals with the giant aliens yeah. teaching the people being right. worshipped so they sent send one more and we nailed them to a tree hmm. uh so they're probably done a little upset with us at that point. Yeah, yeah I just, um, I mean, again, it's, I would recommend you see the movie. I absolutely would recommend yeah. you see it on the big screen just because it's so pretty, but it's... Don't yeah, look for answers. Don't look for answers, no. yeah. And and have a much lower expectation than I did. Because <laughs> I, th- I really love this story and it just didn't, didn't do it for me. Yeah. From Talia in the IRC says a very important thing. The best thing about this movie is the fact that it removes Alien v. Predator from Alien canon. That's great. True. That is yes. true. Yes. yes. Absolutely. If they could somehow go back and retcon Alien 3 as well, I'd be a very happy man. I mean, Alien 3, <laughs> I, I don't feel as evil about that one. Oh, I hated that one. 
It just because they retconned aliens in Alien Three. Right. They didn't retcon it. They just annihilated. There was no eggs on the ship. <laughs> there was no <laughs> eggs on that ship. There was no way you can tell me that they got impregnated on that ship. There's just that's just didn't happen in the, the movie. The freaking queen got on. Bad error. Why the, could she not have some stuck to her body? <laughs> <laughs> She's a kangaroo. She got a little pouch. Boop. Here there you are, go. Have there an are egg. hundreds of, of insect uh, species that will glom their own eggs onto their bodies. That was just silly. I just assumed that the queen brought it up with her or laid one <laughs> along the way. <laughs> she laid it One moment, down. Ripley. I'll be right with you. Let <laughs> me yeah! push that out. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah. And there's, no, there's so- any number of ways where you could just... Explain away how uh, an egg could have gotten on there. That's silly. Um, yeah, it was reaching, yeah. but it was rather. But yeah, the fact that they immediately killed off, they undid all the gains of aliens. Right, right. It's like, so Newt's dead, Hicks is dead, or uh, yeah, Hicks. Yeah, um, Hicks, yeah, Newt. That's just. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, the I fact know. that their, their early teaser promo was for a totally different movie. Well, yeah, it was for Earthhive. Yeah, yeah, which they then decided not to do. Like, yep. uh, hmm. so. so, yeah, I mean, this was good. It was definitely, uh, like for me, it was much better than Alien 3 and even Resurrection, even though I, I was okay with Resurrection. There were bits of Resurrection that yeah. were good, but as I mean, once you got to the end with the oh, Newborn, yeah, that they, so they, I just freaking turned it off to go, yeah. no, no. Yeah. That was silly. Um, um, so, yeah, I mean, this one definitely got us back in the universe, got us visually back in there for sure. And like I said, the pacing was really good. And maybe the director's cut, and if they we'll make a sequel, they will kind of... talk about wanting to make sequels. Te- t- you know, tie this all together. Um, so, you know, overall, it's still definitely worth seeing. I would just go it's, in knowing that there's a little bit lacking you're, you're, in some you're areas. You're probably not going to be satisfied with the unanswered questions you'll be very satisfied with the visuals and the additions to the alien universe canon mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. michael fassbender delivers um in the the long history oh yeah of evil uh company androids right yes um he's, he's definitely okay you're you're ash's ancestor definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But he actually had a little more motivation behind it. I mean, you could see because everybody treats him like you know an inanimate object, basically. Because, yeah, basically. This, this is early in the existence right. of truly humanoid androids. So yeah, it was. I thought his character was well done. I mean, he's a good. He's a great actor too. So yeah. he played that. That was one probably the most interesting character for me. Creepy as hell at times. Yeah, creepy. Yeah, he was really. pretty creepy. But yeah. but he was more interesting than the female lead for me because she was a little too like. Just like, oh, let's go check stuff out. It's going to be awesome. We don't need guns. Like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crack smoking at You are yeah. a terrible scientist. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible scientists. Horrible. Yeah. No, her, her, her lover was a, a much... I found him more interesting because he got there and was... Disappointed. To- totally distraught over not finding what he expected to find because he right. wanted to find a live civilization yeah, yeah. to, to get to. some questions answered yes. right and they found ruins and so at that point he was completely despondent and that was a very believable reaction yeah we just came billions of miles mm-hmm. lost two years of our lives basically and yeah. they're all dead and there are no answers other than the fact that okay we, we've answered the fact that we are an experiment of another race that's pretty much it it's like okay they made us all that moves over is who made them. Who made them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yay. Yay. Yeah. 
<sighs> Anyways, yeah. Okay. That's crazy. Hoping, so hoping for a director's cut. Yeah. Hoping yes. for a sequel. Yeah. That explores the ideas some more. Excited for the Blu-ray. Yeah, hopefully. It'll look pretty on Blu-ray. It'll look gorgeous on yeah. Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, it's, it is definitely a visual feast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Safe to return. Yes. End of spoilerage. You. Wait, topic. That way people uh, start. Oh, uh, yes. The call-in topic. Oh, the day. Mm-hmm. We just concluded what used to be the big consumer gaming uh, conference of the year. Uh, it's now more of an insider's thing, but there's plenty yeah. of info that's still has one of the still a pinnacle for right. the year. I mean, it's one of the, the big focus electronic ones. entertainment exposition, also known as E3, right. has concluded. And if you've been paying attention, there were lots of awards and announcements and trailers and gameplay mm-hmm. demos and tech demos and new stuff mm-hmm. from Nintendo. No new stuff from anybody else, <laughs> hardware wise. <Basically. laughs> Tune in again next year, apparently. You're right. But call and topic of the day, what was your top game or announcement that was of interest to you that came out of E3? So what's got your juices flowing, your interest up? What demo or tech demo or things did you see that you said, oh, yeah, I got to get me one of them. So, again, E3 announcements, what lit your fire for the fourth half of the show? So get your copies of Skype ready. VTW Shows is the address. Or go to the front page of vtwproductions.com in the lower right-hand corner and choose I'm online. I'm online. Which I'm not yet, so I should probably get us online first. Yeah. Get online. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, VTW Productions. Dot com. Hey, we're actually back doing shows again. What a hey, concept. look at that. Yay. We've got a little fatty what? queued up for you. Don't be calling one that. I hate you so bloody much. <laughs> I'm Coming tell. up with this break is Nerdcore. We'll be back right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Finally, there's a place on the internet where geeks and sports fanatics can come together and, in fact, be the same person. Listen to One Dumb Jock, with worldwide sports news and opinions hitting all your favorite playing fields. Football, baseball, rugby, basketball, hockey, real football, and even college news. Check out One Dumb Jock only on Versus the World Productions, vtwproductions.com This is Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World 
Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio VTWProductions.com. I just realized uh, I couldn't quite make him out because he's deeply in shadow and backlit. My brother has shown up on the video wall. Not from the hospital? Not from the hospital. Oh. He's all home now. Nice. So everybody in the IRC bury the classified with greetings and love and affection and everyone gaze upon his shadow, shadowy visage on the, uh, on the video wall. Boo and yah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just uh, giving my brother grief. Anyways. It is my job. I know. I know. Gwen is still... Uh, Talking to his brother. Yeah, about like grout or some sort of flooring thing. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> Alrighty then. So you guys can all talk a lot of smack to Gwen because he'd rather talk grout than talk to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it is grout after all. <laughs> some it's sort understandable. of flooring. <laughs> oh, anyways. Um, so, anywho... The big news in gaming this week, of course, is E3. E3. Yeah. All the announcements and the awards and best of shows and all that fun stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. What uh, What grabbed your attention? Well, for me, it was Watch Dogs. Yeah, you and everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah. I mean, I posted on the forums. It was, I, I watched that trailer. I was like, wow, it's Grand Theft Auto and Deus Ex and kind of a mixture of, of different genres. Um, but just the modeling, the graphics alone, just how well that city, and I mean, it's my home city too of Chicago, but yeah, that had nothing, that had nothing to, do, to do, with do with it, but nonetheless, it still looked very vibrant. It was a very alive town and just really, you know, seemed to play well and had, and maybe it's just more of a, a factor of how they crafted that mm-hmm. gameplay demo compared to some of the others where it really was a story driven demo and so you could kind of see okay this is the way the game so goes where there where some it. of the other ones it was like just straight gameplay um, no background Dishonored no. was kind of that way for me where I watched it I was like that looks cool that does look cool. interesting but there's you know there really wasn't any story there he was just going around stabbing the crap out of people's necks <laughs> well, and I, think it, I don't know if it's the way they explained it because I they didn't explain what his What's your motivation? Yeah, what his yeah. motivation was, other than to be an assassin. He's an assassin. There wasn't, there wasn't, that, yeah, they but there wasn't any backs. Right. There wasn't why. It was much more just to say, here's what the gameplay looks like, here's which how looks cool fun. He stab people. Yeah. And it, it's like, that looks cool, but I think just, for me, that's why Watch Dogs was a little higher for me. It was just because I think the way they showed the story of the game. That's true. So yeah. those are mine. What about you? I have had no time. No time? Oh, well. The, actually, the, the bits I did see... Um, Kind of depressed me because it, it's <laughs> looking at. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of E3. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Tears. <laughs> no, just the, the wasted potential I'm seeing in what Nintendo is actually doing with Wii U. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because the, the, the ideas they have for the Wii U mm-hmm. are really solid as far as the deluxe controller with the built-in screen and the you know camera, microphone, all that stuff and just the really unimpressive demos they've come out with for it so far. I'm looking at saying you could do so much with that hardware setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I look back at the um, GameCube mm-hmm. when you could dock it with the Game Boy Advance. Right. And again, like three games ever used that functionality, I think. Yeah. And they were all lousy. Yeah. Mm. And I just see all the wasted potential of a good game designer with that extra screen. You could just have the best damn time in the world where 
on the big TV is a first-person shooter, and on the little is a top-down real-time strategy view. Yeah. So you have one guy who's the commander, right? who's directing the guy who's doing the first-person shooter what to do and where to go. Yeah. So did you see Zombie U? No. Okay, so Zombie uses that technology, and when I saw it, I thought mm-hmm. it was kind of neat. It so does. They're, they're trying. Yeah, what they do is it also, the little Wii U object, if you point it towards your TV, mm-hmm. it shows you like a different view. I think right. it's like an x ray view. Yeah, no, that is exact. I want yeah, more of that. They right. show you an x ray view, and then you can also switch weapons on the little thing, and mm-hmm. you can make commands. So I think they're getting to that point, but that Zombie U was the first time I actually. Saw the Wii Said, U and ooh, went, oh. Ooh, there may be something maybe. to this. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the first one. So yeah. if you, yeah, you should look that up. Zombie U, it was kind of year, neat. A year after the announcement, I was expecting to see more. something a little yeah. more ripe and, yeah. and closer to, I don't know, I, just, yeah. I wanted more. Well, one of the best things when you, when you are looking at Zombie U is that he's looking at a door and he has to punch in a code to open the door, but zombies are coming. Mm-hmm. So on the TV, he's looking behind himself looking at the zombies coming whereas on the little wii u he's punching in the pad but he's looking <laughs> behind but punching in the pad right so you know there's two so i for someone who can't deal with two joysticks like myself that might be a little hard a little but i can see how it can be really interesting for those people that are really great at that mm-hmm. now we need to get some some game designers in there just just like with the the wiimote yeah it was a while before good game designers got in there and made games that used the motion control in a compelling way. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll have to wait for people to really sink their teeth into and, and realize what the Wii U controller can do. Right. And I mean, even, even that example you give, though, that's another example where you could have two people there in mm-hmm. the room playing the game together and one person would handle the, the remote side of things, uh, whereas the other person could handle the Well, the I don't think you side. can because your control is on Well, I guess it depends if you can have two remotes and one yeah. controls yeah, you, no, you, that. They said yeah. you can't have multiple of the big ones yeah. on okay. a single rig. Right. So okay, see. so okay, maybe. maybe. Um, it makes me interested to see what Sony and... Microsoft have cooking. Right. Because all Microsoft had this year was connect, 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 And Halo 4. Yeah. Well, I didn't get to see the trailer of Fable 2 with the connect, but I did read one article that said that they were actually quite impressed. Oh, you know who it was? It was Will Wheaton. He actually said that it made him want to buy a connect. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, I didn't actually see the trailer to that one yet because I, too, have been kind of busy, which is why I wasn't here last week. But um, it sounded like something I would look into just to see. I mean, he usually has pretty good taste. Yeah. Yeah. I so. think one of us. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, I guess you can give Nintendo credit. At least they were announcing hardware. Whereas True. They're, they're, they're a step ahead of everybody else. Everybody else has been, you know, quiet. But, I mean, they kind of had the same thing with the Wii, and that didn't end up working out too well for them. So... It's, it's, you know, kind of take it or leave it. But, yeah, Microsoft's main thing was Connect and then Halo 4, which got pretty rave reviews, though. They said they really liked the direction that the series is going in. Halo's always been a pretty rich, you know, we we're talking sci-fi with Prometheus. That's been a really rich sci-fi universe, and they definitely mm-hmm. seem to be taking that on. And it's the return of Master Chief, which we haven't seen for since Halo 3, obviously. But, you know, they had Halo Reach. and uh, but, I mean, this is the first Halo... You know, Halo first-person shooter that's not Bungie. Right, and it's not Bungie. Well, and I, they also had um, the second part of The Walking Dead, too. Right. Which was, I mean, I love that game. I 
that game was awesome. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the things I was looking forward to, that and um, XCOM. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so XCOM was the other one. They kind of went a little bit through that, and some of the new powers are quite interesting. Um, so I can't wait to play it, but it, it seemed yeah. like old-school XCOM, well, just yeah. with better graphics. It's UFO defense. Yeah, yeah it's still yeah. turn-based. It still has the still turn -based. just much, uh, obviously, updated graphics. Yeah. Uh, and and strategery. And strategery, yeah. Yes, so you do have to be a little strategic of what units you use, who you use them against, and, you know, because they each have a certain power, a certain movement, a certain weakness. Yeah. I really like that. So I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, obviously, The Walking Dead, you can't. I mean, the way they ended the first episode was awesome. So I can't wait for the next one. All right. So had that. And, um, you know, I think the one that most people felt won the conference was Ubisoft because they obviously did Watch Dogs, but they also uh, their Assassin's Creed announcement. Not only just for Assassin's Creed 3, but they also announced Assassin's Creed Liberation on the Vita, which is going to be a tie-in. It's the first time you're actually going to play as a female uh, assassin. And yeah, because God forbid there aren't any female assassins. I know, there. yeah. So, But, I mean, you actually... You're, it's, Black Widow. I know. And it's going to take place in New Orleans around the Revolutionary War. So it's a in, very interesting setting. Cool. Um, you know, both three taking place during the Revolutionary War, though more on the East Coast. Uh, and then this one was interesting tie-in, and they said, you know, it's going to be a fully functional uh, Assassin's Creed game on the Vita, which will allow, you know, no load times. You're really going to be able to go through a whole city and, you know, interact then and go out into the bayou and stuff like that. So it's impressive. It's, you know, it's one of the first times I've seen something on the Vita that made me go, oh, wow, that's actually mm -hmm. pretty impressive. And it's, of course, a stupid Sony exclusive. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, ugh. Thank so. you, Thigh Master. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> other games they announced was uh, a Lego open world game. I forget the name of it. I'll have to look up the name, but it was a lot of people gave it uh, very high marks. Um, I think it's Lego. It's Lego Universe or Lego Sounds Universe right. City, Lego City Universe, something like that. Uh, but they basically said it was like Grand Theft Auto meets Lego. <laughs> oh, awesome. Legos shooting each other. That is so wrong. That Quantum Conundrum also got high ratings for puzzle games. Right. Um, so I guess it's uh, you're playing a kid who goes to visit his uncle. His uncle's kind of weird. And then he um, he's disappeared. So you have to kind of find him. And he disappeared while he's working on some quantum something gun or glove or something and in order to find him you have to do certain things like you have to move something but it's too heavy so what you go you go into like fluffy world or whatever fluffy dimension and <laughs> you make everything fluffy and then you move it and then you come back and so apparently it's a really good puzzle game i haven't i saw the trailer but i haven't seen them do a lot of gameplay so i would like i'd be interested in seeing that because i love puzzle looks games. good on paper but execution is everything yeah i'd love to see that because it reminds me of that one game with the dead guy what was that called that we were playing on the ipad um oh my gosh i can't think of it the game where you die at the beginning of the game and then you're a ghost and you have to do things through this oh world. phantom detective yes phantom yeah. detective reminds me a little bit about that of that yeah so i don't know how it would work as a full skill game i guess but we'll see yeah, it's Lego City. Lego, Lego Universe City. was the, right, the failed MMO. MMO. Right, right. Yeah, which Lego was an Lego. interesting MMO. Right? It was it when was we played. We played it at Pax, Pax one yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, and it was yeah. really cute. Yeah, year before last. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they had those. Uh, back to the the Nintendo, uh, the Wii U. You know, one of the articles I think Barry posted was the talk of that they're going to use the uh, same thing they use for that Spyland or. 
Skylanders. Skylanders. No, which which Nemesis now owns as of last week. Right. So it's the uh, near field communications. Right. Basically, they can take an object, and mm-hmm. when you have the object, it knows it's there, and then you digitize it into a game. So they can do it with figures. They can do it with cards. Right. And the extrapolation on that is that they'll move into Pokemon because oh God, yes. who oh, wouldn't yeah. want a million Pokemon figures around your house that then mm-hmm. can show up into a game for you? Now, for those who don't know, Skylanders is a game where they give you the portal right which you you have a little usb wireless nub and you put in the back of the wii Mm -hmm. which communicates with the portal and then you have i'm not sure if it's uh rfid or nfc Mm -hmm. that there's a chip in the base of the little figurines that you buy and then you're in the game and depending on which figure you put on the portal is what character you're playing what abilities you have so it is a genius marketing extravaganza yeah where they give you the basic set comes with three, and the figure the characters are have different strengths. So there's tech, air, fire, water, yeah, elemental abilities, right? Yeah, and of course they only give you three of the elements. Of course, and you can absolutely complete the game with what they give you. Right. There's all kinds of inaccessible material that you can't touch unless you have characters of the different elements. Yeah, and also in different zones different uh, elements are stronger. So they'll always tell you, in this zone, characters with the tech element are stronger. So you get extra abilities and hit harder. So the idea is you swap in the character. Um, So they they get you to go out and buy the $9 figurines to get your, you know, gotta get them all. Um, And it's a really fun platformer. Right. Um, It's a really well done game with good voice acting. It's got Patrick Walburton in it. Yeah. a couple other recognizable names, but it's 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 a fun game. They even use, I mean, it's it's got Spyro the Dragon from their previous franchises um, as a main character as one of the Skylanders, um, and Nemesis is just eating it up. Oh yeah, we've already gone and bought our you know first additional one. It's an interesting move, and I I'm I would think they'd want to also incorporate more of the CCGs that are out there. I know. Wizards has their own line of games for Duel of the Planewalkers for Magic, but right. still, things like Hero Clicks, any mm-hmm. anything that's a tabletop game that you need to have pieces for to play, either cards or figurines, mm-hmm. that you could do that. You could do this with it, and then you can start playing people across the country because, again, you still have to have the figures, which right. is the same thing. If you walk into a hobby shop, if you're going to lay down like a Warhammer army, mm-hmm. you got to have the army. So if you have a little, you RF- have to have it painted right too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you need a camera to make sure that every <laughs> unit matches. But nonetheless, I mean, and you know, I think you know, Games Workshop. Um, like I said, HeroClix, any of the, the major companies out there that promote gaming in, a, in one location could easily say, well, how much is it for us to add these little chips on our, the bottom of our right. bases? Well, you can play it in person, yeah. but also across the world. Exactly. With the same set of figurines. And if they, I'm assuming they could probably make a tray that could handle multiple. Sure. So you can say deploy... Your this, army. Yeah. Here's my army, and then it, go, it could and it Or could at the hit. very least, you put them on one at a time. Right. And it could even take a lot of math. A lot of them have say, like, okay, you can only have this level point level of an army. So right. I added up your figures. Yes, it's good. They're in the game. Now you can play. And, I mean, hmm. this Skylanders is available for all platforms. Right. Including the 3DS. They, really? have, they have. They have a 3DS huh. version. That's cool. Um, oh, that thing with, makes with, my with head hurt. With a little portable. With a little tiny portal. Um, so they've done a very good job of going multi-platform as well. Mm. And the same figurines work on all the platforms. 
So you could do the same kind of thing with we you make your own add-on accessory yeah. for your near-field communications or your RFID or whatever. And it could even be one that freely moves from technology to technology. Um, the fact that this one came with a USB nub was interesting because they weren't relying on the built-in Bluetooth. Right. So I'm assuming if I were to get the PS3 version of the disc, I could probably move the module over. I'm, I'm betting that it's generic. Yeah. Which is why they would not bother because um, I don't think the 360 uses Bluetooth, does it? No. It uses its own proprietary wireless. Yes. Where the PS3 and the Wii both, both use the generic use Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Right. So... This one probably would work on the 360 as well if I had the right disc. So it cuts down production costs for them. Sure. Intelligently designed. Um, so anybody could <coughs> go down this same road and adapt any number of figurine-based mm -hmm. tabletop games for remote play over the internet. Which yeah. Would lose print money. Yeah. They have a built-in fan base of people who already love games like Warhammer. Yeah. Yeah. And you, may, you, you know, I think it's mentioned in the Pokemon article, but it would be true for any of this, is that if they did this, especially if they have to put a little chip on there, oh, well, look, you have to buy your army again. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, Darn. Yeah. Well, consider, Gwen, if we were to be able to do tabletop uh, Mech Warrior. That would be freaking cool. But yeah. over the internet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you put your... And, of course, you put all your figurines down, but then it's the battles are animated up on the screen. That would be neat. So that would be awesome. You get to I see would be your mad cat getting blown to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I would be very happy about that. Yeah. About his mad cat being blown to yeah. pieces. Yeah. <laughs> so what about, uh, did you have anything for me three that Or have you? you had any updates on uh, the upcoming MechWarrior game that you're salivating over weekly? Um, they've got closed beta out. I didn't have any really time to look at E3. Mm. I'm kind of like, no. It was, it was busy getting engaged. Yeah, I was <laughs> kind of busy getting engaged. Well, that takes what, like yeah, two hours? Like, Seriously, yeah. max? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then there's about 16 hours straight of air quotes celebration. Oh, got it. Yes. <laughs> uh, remember to hydrate after that. Thank um, you. I, I, I got that taken care of or I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> um, no, I, the, they have closed beta going out for MechWarrior Online. Um, Razer announced the Artemis, which is going to be a peripheral that you can purchase, which is a joystick on one side, a throttle control on the other side. And in the middle, they're going to have a little screen. like an L I think it's an LCD screen yeah. that they're talking about. So you can project, um, you know, like the map, mm -hmm. an overhead map on there, and look at that and then have all your stuff going on on the screen. So in the forums, there's some a lot of talk about whether or not it's going to be how expensive it's going to be, and I'm going to I'm guessing it's going to be in excess of three hundred dollars, but that's just me. And there's a lot of talk about whether or not it's going to be a quality piece of equipment, right? Um, which I think everybody's split about fifty fifty on it. Well, because Razer's quality is split about fifty fifty. Some right. of their stuff is awesome. Some, some of, of it breaks if you sneeze on it. Really not yeah. awesome. So you know you have everybody. Throwing down with, well, I've never had a problem with, with Razor and other people saying I've had nothing but yeah, a problem with Razor. And my whole feeling is I can probably buy something that, while not as cool, does exactly what I need for a, a hell of a lot less money. 
from the Black Void. And given that I have a wedding to plan and pay for now, yeah, that's probably Priority. what's going to happen. <laughs> Missing from the IRC yes. makes a good observation. So, Gnomewise, you're saying that Skylanders is the best way to print money for video games, and a few weeks ago you said that My Little Pony was the best way to make money off of cheap figurines. <laughs> Someone needs to combine the two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. There you go. My Little Brony. Yes, exactly. Nearfield Communications. So, other than that, yeah. I don't have a don't have a whole lot. I'm waiting for beta for MechWarrior Tactics. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the RTS version. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's basically turn-based, turn-based strategy. Turn-based strategy. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like what you're talking about with the near-filled stuff. Right. But but just all online. But just all online. Yeah. So Because they're talking about classic. You do, you do your movements and everything, and then when everybody's, both sides are done with their movements, then you, it does a cinematic. Yeah. So of all your actions, the, the grid squares go away and or the hex bases go away and everything moves and you get people blowing up and stuff like that. Yeah. And then at the end, you can do a cinematic of the entire fight, the whole battle after you've oh, won or lost cool. it as the case. That's maybe. complete win. Yeah, it yeah. is made of complete win. In the, no, from what I've that's seen, actually really awesome. I'm looking like at that. it and looking at the way they're doing the mechs and stuff and some of it isn't exactly what I remember in terms of where things are located, but this is me being a total battle tech geek. But I'm like, you know what? It's close enough. I'm good with this mm-hmm. so far. So they don't have a whole lot of detail out, but yeah, that's what they're talking about is closed beta sometime soon. They're doing friends and fa- friends and family right now. So, right. Um, yeah, I think yeah. in July, MechWarrior Online. Yeah. It should be one more thing to... Spend money on. Spend money and time. <laughs> money and time. <laughs> but I have been enjoying Torchlight lately. Ah, that's good. good. I've yeah. actually put like 10 or 15 hours into Torchlight and it's entertaining. I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm like, okay, is this thing got a hundred levels in it or what? Because <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, okay, how far down is the big bad guy? So it could use a little more story, but we'll see what happens with Torchlight too. I'm kind of anxious to see what happens with that when they release it. So excellent, awesome. Which brings us neatly to our next break. Got a little brew guy queued up for you guys. My name is a newbie. I love that song. I know that's why I put it in there for you. <laughs> so you make those squealy voices. <laughs> Uh, not to be excused with not to be excused excused not to be excused I'm mm. tired. not to be confused with penis oh look at that mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. different voice oh, you are listening <laughs> oh. to casually penis casually hardcore mm. <laughs> live on versus the world radio vtwproductions.com our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com. They have a widget for every occasion. We shall return right after this. You are listening to VTW. 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 Productions. 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 Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Versus the World Radio. Researched Chaos. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Yeah. What? Nothing. Love the people screaming. Nothing, honey. Oh, God. (laughs) Welcome back. Yes. And we have reached Researched Chaos. Which is thanks to our all-volunteer research team, including this week, uh, the thread named by the Barry Von Awesome, the Mad Men Suicide Hotline Edition. Okay. Whatever. 
Uh, Didn't get that the first time. No. Don't don't get it now. <laughs> there was no first time. Oh, sorry. No time <laughs> sorry, that's right. <laughs> we have not talked about you that. You didn't hear Got anything. It. This is like deja vu. Vujade. Vujade. <laughs> the strange feeling that somehow none of this has ever happened before. Exactly. <laughs> Contributors include Barry Von Awesome, Fangs with a Zine, it's a Z What Makes It Cool, MacBit, not to be confused with MacButt, uh, with an awesome new animated form avatar. Which does not include Mac or Butt, hence it's not awesome. Puny God. <laughs> <laughs> and putting in at least one link so I get to say his name. Yeah. Boba Fetish. Epic Lurker and Pusar. Thank you all for your Thank contributions. You so much. We greatly appreciate it. If you wish to join the all volunteer research team, just send me a personal message on the forums at vtwproductions.com. The name is Gnomewise. You can find me all over the place. I'm actually like finding time to get back in there and become involved and do things. Wow. I know. What a concept. Yeah. It's been a crazy, really, month or so here. Yeah. Um, approaching something like normalcy this week, so the rest of the uh, Phoenix Comic Con stuff should be going up. Yeah. Uh, so just prepare yourself for a crap ton of stuff on the uh, Alpha Geek feed, because damn. And if you've heard any of the stuff we've put up already... It's pretty good. Yeah, there's even yeah. more more to come. Some good interviews and fun and great great stuff to be had. Apologies for the delay. It's just been life. Yeah, yeah. it's good stuff though. Go and go go see what we've got so far. We've got uh, preparations underway for great coverage of Nerdtacular, Nerdtacular including probably most of a day uh, broadcasting from Nerd House, which Nerd is House. a a house nerds <laughs> i know <laughs> nerd house spelled uh-huh. h-a-u-s of course, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, of course. which has become a tradition and try lambda a, lambda a group lambda 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 <laughs> where a group of the uh nerdtacular attendees instead of renting a hotel have rented a house oh okay and going to go there i'm going to set up and we are going to broadcast live as much as we can the day before nerdtacular Mm. Um, from Nerd House. From Nerd House. Uh-huh. And then follow that up with the full live broadcast from Nerdtacular. Very mm. cool. A good time should be had by all. Yeah. Uh, Eilat and I both will be attending. Nice. Uh, we're going to drive up um, with the video team from UAT who are going to be recording the entire thing. Cool. For release on DVD later. And so, road trip. Expect me to be hanging out in the low bandwidth section of the... Uh, uh, event server. <laughs> the thing we got. The, the thing with people, the people, thing people the here. With the, guy, yeah. with, the with the internets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so when you f- I'll post more information as we get closer. Uh, and again, that weekend will be weird. There'll be no, it's the weekend of the 23rd. Uh, there won't be a regular show. There'll be Nerdtacular instead. We'll be in Chicago. It really we'll, doesn't matter to yeah, me. We'll be <laughs> driving back at that we'll point. We'll be eating so. some good eats. Yep. Bring back something. I will be bringing back probably an extra 15 uh, yeah, pounds. Yeah, I was going to say, like, wait? <laughs> we'll just you know, slice off ribbons. Yeah, exactly. Put them on a hot dog. Put me on, on like a Brazilian spit. I don't even right. know what we could bring back that would even... Nothing. Would Nothing. Really Gunora, whenever Gunora goes to D- Detroit, he's, char- he's charged with bringing me back hot fudge sauce. Yes. Oh, okay. Because, oh, okay. damn. And that, this is hot fudge sauce that I like. Take out of the fridge and just eat with a spoon. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I'm talking about a, a serving spoon, not a Sonder. teaspoon. Yes. Because <laughs> it is that good. It, it's a food group. I see. It is. It's good um, stuff. It is the only, only hot fudge sauce I've ever found that con- compares to the stuff my mom made. Mm. Mm, and whenever you've got okay. something that's as good as Homemade. mom's. Yeah. Mom makes. Okay. Yeah. They're doing something right. That's pretty good. Mm, okay. uh, so you need to go to Detroit real soon, like. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of got a fiance I got to announce to the family or introduce to the family. So perfect. I will send. Go. I will send cash with you. I will send cash with you. Might have a solution to that little problem. Mm, the interwebs are wonderful things. Yes, yeah. that's what yes. I'm looking up right now. All right. So moving on to research cast. Right. Thank you to the research team. Right. Justice League script being written. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I'm. I, the at Avengers has set the bar really high. Say, damn high. They better get Joss to do it. I'm kind of <laughs> conning dubiously on this one. Yeah, con <laughs> dubious. <laughs> it, it, it feels like a me too, me too kind of a moment. Yeah. At the same time, I'd love to see it, but also Green Lantern. Yeah. yeah they're, they're already a little bit behind the eight ball because they don't have a universe that ties together at this time. Yes. Marvel really did it right. Exactly. I mean, they, they I got to give massive props mm-hmm. for going about it with a purpose and saying, okay, we're going to, we, and they basically, you can kind of tell they came up with the, the idea like during the production of Iron Man, say. Yeah. Because they, they'd reclaimed their properties they created marvel studios, studios before this is before disney consumed them right so they'd lost daredevil they'd lost the x-men and they'd lost spider-man because mm-hmm. they signed away those rights to Sony various and Fox people and, yeah so they said okay what good properties do we have that we haven't signed away and they said okay we got iron man we got thor wait a second that's the avengers right <laughs> If we if we weed out things like Scarlet Witch and the ones that are you know, part of the X Men yeah. universe, we still have pretty we still good, have the core group. Pretty good, yeah. pretty good chunk. And they said, okay, Iron Man, massive success because we did it right. Mm-hmm. Right, we got the exactly, we got the exactly the perfect actor with the perfect attitude. Yeah, and what's interesting is I was reading that the remember the guy from Iron Man two played Justin Hammer, the other weapons developer. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He was actually being considered for the role right. of Tony Stark originally. Right. Like, right. I can't yeah. see that no. at all. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, I learned mm. that at like You can't really see past Robert Downey because yeah. he is yes. Tony Stark. He is yeah. Tony Stark. Stark. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, he probably could have pulled it off. But it wouldn't have been as good. I don't think it would have been as good as... Because as, it's typecasting. I mean, basically, he's playing himself to a large extent. Right. <laughs> but setting the stage with Iron Man and all the different... Um, so we had Thor, Iron Man. What else did they... Uh, Thor, Captain America, Captain America, of course. First Avenger. And then they basically took the Hulk movie that they made and said, yeah, we're going to tie it in. We'll, we'll roll it in. And we, they we, did. We, we've gone down the wrong road with right. Ang Lee. We're right. going to pretend that one didn't exist. And, and yet, I'm glad they didn't do a reboot. Right. Yeah. They basically, the, the Incredible Hulk could very well, even though they didn't play it up as such, could very well have been the sequel to the Hulk. Yeah. To Hulk. Yeah. Well, it was enough that they felt, and this is a great move on their part, that people know the backstory. We right. don't need to go over a whole origin backstory again. Even though it's not directly a sequel, we're just going to go with it in motion. The Hulk exists. Hulk exists. He's Bruce in Banner is in, yeah. is in hiding and go. Yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that you know in the in the montage at the beginning where they were showing the creation of the Hulk, it was a shot for shot recreation of the TV series. Yeah, and I was like, that is completely awesome. Right. <laughs> um, but so they really did it up right. Led up to 
the the Avengers was good because you didn't have to waste time on backstory. That's a huge thing that that I worry about for a Justice League movie is that how much time are they going to have to spend right. explaining how Wonder Woman came around? I mean, Superman and well, Batman. They could go of... along the lines of what they did with Hulk, though. Mm-hmm. Hulk is just say, you know, these guys exist, and just go right. Just Which go might with be the it. best answer. It, 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 it might be if they're willing to do that. Yeah, if they because. Can, you know who Superman is. You know who right. Batman is. You know who the Flash is. You know who Wonder Woman is. You know who Green Lantern is. Yeah. Just, just go. Right. It depends or, on how big of a cast. Because Justice League is another one that could spawn a thousand know, a, members, hundred people. Yeah. But it depends on how narrow of a. But you also you look put at. It. DC may have been trying to do the same thing as Marvel, just doing it badly. <laughs> yes. Green Lantern. Yeah. I don't know if they want to have the Batman in Justice League be. Nolan's Batman. I don't think so. I think doubtful. Nolan's basically said this is these three movies are the story. They're the I'm self-contained telling. universe. Yeah. There are no other superheroes right. here. Now you could get a guy that plays with the same attitude, attitude and presence on screen. He talks like this. And talks, in yeah, suit. gravelly. I'm Batman. Whatever. What's that sounds they... like Claw from like I Inspector know it Gadget. Does. <laughs> it does kind of. I think I hurt myself. <laughs> Well, that's that's so they don't know who he is in real life. If yeah, he talks true. like that for real, then they'll know who he is. Yeah, he's got to alter his voice. No, I, un- I understand the reasoning. It's just kind of a little right. Over the top. God forbid he used like some sort of altering device. Kumbaya, <laughs> 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 Awesome, a Batman auto-tuned his voice. <laughs> <laughs> Reversal because I mean, DC was the first to market with the Tim Burton Batman, right? Right, and they were, you know, if you remember, the Batman movie was a total phenomenon. Oh, it was huge when it came out. The first one was huge. You kind of look back at it now that you've been exposed to the Chris Nolan, yeah, you're like, oh, wow, how yes, weirdly lame is that Mm -hmm. because you've got the very grounded in reality, almost completely believable. Um, and I think. Dark Knight Rises is going to make it even more believable because the implica- implication from the the previews is he's done. Mm-hmm. He's been beat to hell. He has nothing left in him because that's what living a life of a vigilante would do to you. Right. And that's kind of the, the inevitable outcome of someone who lived that lifestyle, which makes okay even more believable. He's not unstoppable juggernaut right. of, of leapness. Justice. Yeah. Right. He's... <laughs> It's not being out of him, and he's old and tired, and as cool as being as that is. Yes, yeah. right. But we'll see. But it's yeah. a matter of you know, where where they they haven't laid the same groundwork as well as Marvel did. With no. Avengers. So I mean, yeah. Again, it just depends on how they're going to approach it. If they approach it with you already know these characters and just go. It could be great because the the cartoon's been great mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Justice League. Oh yeah, the cartoon's awesome. I thought those were well done, and you have such a good play between your three major characters, between Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have that jealousy ish and the the, uh, the very opposing points of views on certain issues between Superman well, and, Batman. and Batman. You have yeah. the Boy Scout and the Vigilante. Right. Yeah. Right. And then Wonder Woman thrown in the mix, and you know the Superman kind of interested in Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman interested in Batman. Batman. Well, Wonder Woman's the only one he can have sex with without killing yeah. her. Oh, and Batman's kind of interested in you know Batman. Batman. So <laughs> <laughs> it works out well. I'm Batman. <laughs> Batman likes himself way yeah. too much. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm I'm hoping because this is the weird 
flip. The Marvel animated stuff. Not so good. Not so great. No. Mm. The DC animated stuff. Really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Live action Marvel. Awesome. Live action DC. Up and down. Except for for Nolan Nolan stuff. stuff. Which doesn't even... I mean, it's its own universe, basically. It's not even... Right. You couldn't see it's, Green Lantern flying down in the middle of that movie. You'd right. be like, what the hell? <laughs> it's interesting because you look at this, the cinematic they did for DC Universe Online and where it's the dark future where all the heroes are falling. Um, do you ever see that? Which the, one? The cinematic from DC Universe Online. No. Mm-mm. It's completely awesome. Oh, really? Cool. Really? It's basically Lex Luthor winning. Oh, nice. Um, and it's like, that's the movie I want to see. Yeah. Now, because it's an alternate future where you know, they all bet the gloves are off. Right. Luthor spears Superman through the chest with a kryptonite uh, oh, javelin. Wow. Kills all the good guys. Mm. Go go look it up when we're done here. It's the, the original cinematic from DC Universe Online. It's completely awesome. Oh, that's awesome. cool. Mm. All right, I'll take a look. Okay. And that's the DC movie I want to see. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Never going to happen. Well, yeah. But um, in in the usual you know, cinematic, Blizzard-style cinematics, like, I wish whole movies could be made with that level of, of win. Right, right. Um, unfortunately, that's like probably 18 months worth of work for a 12-minute cinematic. Right. <laughs> Doing a two-and-a-half-hour movie, a bit much, to, to that level of, of incredibleness. But we'll see. Now... This Justice League, I'm assuming, is they're going to be live action. That's what it sounds like. So, yeah. will it be... We were about to see, before too much awfully longer here, The Man of Steel, which is the next Superman movie. Yeah. Which, I mean, preliminary indications are, it looks pretty good. Um, it's got General Zod in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, I mean, Terrence Stamp set the bar pretty high right, for Zod. Right. Uh, but indications are that the, the guy playing Zod and the effects they've done with him are pretty darn good. Okay. At the same time, this is the. They're making the movie so they can retain the rights. Yeah. You know, are they doing it for the right reason? Right. Superman Returns, in my opinion, was a little underrated. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Not great. No. It was okay. I don't think it deserves the lambasting it's gotten. No, I just didn't like the ending. That was my only issue, really, with it. Mm. A little over the top. Yeah, yeah. But uh, otherwise, I mean, it, well, I mean, I also would hope that if they're going to be doing this and they're really looking ahead of Justice League, that they're going to think about that when they make this well, Man of Steel is, movie. Is it going to be that Superman? Right. Are they, in fact, going to do the Marvel thing of take the... You know, is, is Ryan Reynolds going to show up as Green Lantern? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing. I'm yeah. just saying I'm wondering: Are they going to do that? Are they going to say he's a pretty hot Green Lantern? Uh, if, he, if he had been given a better script, I think this, I think and he's a good actor. Yes. I like Ryan Reynolds as an actor, I, and he makes a good I Green Lantern. I just don't think fu- it was the fun. things he said fun. as Green Lantern yes. was. We've Marvel yeah. has spoiled us with awesome fun. Yes. yes, where Green Lantern was merely fun. Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, it was formulaic. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and Parallax was not done right. No. Mm-mm. Parallax is not an, an amorphous cloud of goo. Right. Parallax is a freaking armored badass, badass. That, that loves to kill Green Lanterns. Right. Um, so it, that bit, it's just like Galactus from, 
from the second Fantastic Four. He's not a big planet-eating cloud. No. He's a big purple-armored guy with horns on his helmet. Yeah. That's Galactus. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Um, but I'm wondering, are they going to take the actor from Man of Steel and Ryan Reynolds? Are, mm-hmm. are they going to do the Marvel thing, or are they going to recast everything? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. To be determined. Be interesting. Yeah, we'll see. And they're still, it's, it's in the script writing stage. Right. Mm-hmm. right. They're obviously interested in cashing in on the, well, hey, superhero team movies are the hot new thing yeah. thanks to Marvel. We need to get us some of that. Right. Yeah, we have absolutely. You know, one of the most recognizable teams out there. Justice League is way more recognizable yeah. than Avengers, in I my opinion. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just for absolutely. Their, their core their main, core main men- members are, are huge. Yeah. They're, they're the pillars of DC. I mean, a lot but of people didn't. Black Widow was not like, uh, uh, oh, I know that girl. Right. Or, well, uh, even you could say you the same. You knew her from Iron Man, yeah, too. Yeah, you right. knew her from that, but, but that's you, it. Even before, I mean, Iron Man wasn't exactly a huge known character, and they, they kind of, you know, obviously got the word out with the movies. Right. Um, all the, I mean, Captain America is probably their biggest, like, okay, I know who he is, <laughs> right? but I would say Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, you're talking now, about That's been the weird thing is hitters. DC has the societal icons yeah. that are deeply embedded in our psyche. Right. They have freaking Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. Marvel... Who's the, I mean, Captain America, you're right, is probably the... Spider-Man, Spider-Man Captain Spider-Man, America. Yeah, Spider-Man, you're yeah. right. Spider-Man would be their Another poster joy, child. Poster boy, which yeah. they unfortunately signed over to Sony right. Pictures. And Wolverine, you could probably argue, is a pretty heavy hitter. Yeah, but Wolverine is more, more... But he's also signed away, too. So it doesn't, you know, in this Fox. context, it doesn't matter. Right. So, and it's been weird to see that DC has struggled trying to really cash in on yep. it. So hopefully they will follow Marvel's lead and mm-hmm. we'll get mm-hmm. buried in awesome movies. That would be okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah. All right. So hopefully it gets past the script writing stage and into a completely awesome set right. of films. Absolutely. Series. Bring Series. Us, bring us yeah, bring us something. A quadrilogy or something like that. All right. What else we got? Well, we do have something that ca- was kind of interesting to me was the sexual harassment in the world of video gaming. Yeah. Oh, that could never happen. No. 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 But there's... So, I mean, the article is... Yeah, nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Wait, let then. me get in a video game real quick. Then yeah, say that. Yeah. Exactly. Sexual harassment in video games. Right. It's in video in games. I'm sorry. Games. I was I was sexually harassing uh, Gwenora's fiance. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It'll be the last thing. Because I'm does. old news, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does that all the time. So. I don't recall your Gotta honor. It's like reverse harassment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't remember anything else that happened that day. So um, the article's actually really long, so our producer will put it in IRC and definitely go read it. It's quite interesting, but basically it says that the world of video gaming has a problem with sexual harassment. The no. number of women gamers is growing fast in the U.S. They now make up 42% of the total, but it remains a macho environment where women are often exposed to abusive language. And there's a lot lot of i mean yeah people tend to say crazy things when they're gaming mostly because a lot of them are 13 year olds yeah but then you don't game with those people so but you can avoid it in some sense where you just don't invite them to your games and you play with other people but one of the things in here kind of ticked me off a little bit because one who where where is this quote it was a little annoying because they said that basically when you play and hang out with a bunch of dudes, you expect this sort of language. And it's not language like, you know, you're a B-I-T-C-H or anything like that. It's something like, I am going to rape you and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, really offensive language. I hang out with a bunch of guys. I don't hear that directed at me ever. 
Okay, the yeah. greater internet bleeptard theory. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Anonymity plus audience equals raging bleeptard. Right. Right. Well, I, I mean, at the end of the article, one of the women that they interview who's posting like various things about oh, that she runs into on Xbox right. Live says, you know, the vast majority of people I meet are cool. Absolutely. This is a minority, but it exists. It, well, yeah, they're a, quote, really loud minority. Vocal yeah. loud minority. minority. Yeah. Now, my only thing with the article is, is that you could... I don't think it's sexual harassment. I just think harassment is yes, evident, evident in games Absolutely. because you could replace women, women, female harassment or women's harassment with lesbian gay harassment or yeah. black harassment or you know Latino harassment. I mean, whatever whatever way they have to harass you exists out there in, oh, yeah. in in the gaming culture, and it's it's a sad part of it. I don't, I don't think it's gaming in, that does it. It's the fact that. The game mechanisms have granted us that anonymity yeah. and connection to others. It's like the internet, basically. It's, well, it's the internet. It's the internet. They're the that, anonymity that, that makes it. people feel empowered. Right. But the, pr- and the problem with that is, and they, there's one paragraph in here that says that. It, there's a couple of websites that some of these ladies run. Fat, slutty, or I'm sorry, fat, ugly, or slutty is one of them. And somebody put on there, quote, you're a dumb slut, you stupid whore, I would rape you, unquote. It was one example reported to Microsoft and was sent from an account that is still active. Right. The problem I have with all of this, aside from the fact, obviously, that this is happening, yeah. is that it's being basically condoned by Microsoft. Right. You could make the argument reading this article because... They're not doing anything about it. Right. I'm sorry. Somebody says something to that like you, I'm going to hit them with, to, to somebody, well, like my fiance is a good example. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And I'm in a position to do something about it. I'm going to hit you with the biggest ban hammer I've ever, you've yeah. ever seen. Absolutely. That's ridiculous. That is unconscionable because they also said that they spoke to Xbox about a number of these accounts right. that are still active. And uh, as of press time, Microsoft had not responded right. to them. Which is unconscionable. That's re- absolutely ridiculous. Well, it does go say to say in the article that some of the girls that brought the complaint, they actually Microsoft did meet with them and talk to yes, them, but they, they have not that. actually taken an action yet. They seem to be encouraged, but like they said, you know, the proof's in the pudding. Microsoft has to do something. It's great that you acknowledge us and you're, you're working on solutions, but I don't know how hard this one is. If you have that type of proof. Then just say, Everything just is say do, do it again and you're gone. Ban him. And he does it again yeah. and you're gone. Yeah. It's very easy. And I mean, maybe it's an overwhelming, maybe they need to staff up for it. I don't know what, what or the restriction Or maybe the is. number of people doing it is so huge that they're not willing to ban that many people because that means they're going to lose money. Right. Because the greater internet bleeptard theory. Yeah. And that could that is a possibility, but it is come down. it does come down to me as bullying. Yeah. More than it. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's just flat yeah. out bullying. Well, I mean, and it's small people wanting to make themselves feel big. Feel big. Yeah. And it's incredible because, I mean, some of them are like, you know, this girl's playing Modern Warfare 3 and she gets done and somebody logged out of Modern Warfare 3 and sent her a voice message over Xbox Live, you know, bitching her out. And I mean, it, that's a stunning. I've never had that level of frustration with a game that's like, oh, I'm going to go. You know, uh, track you out, down yeah. <laughs> and let you know how to feel. I mean, I remember PvPing in WoW, and I had that happen a couple of times where somebody came onto my server, made a level one character yeah. just to bitch me out. Oh, I'm killing them. Yeah, I, I'm like, yeah. really? <laughs> wow. No, I've had that happen in WoW. I had a, uh, we did a uh, Soul Forge run. Yeah. And the beginning, the guy said, you know, if this particular thing drops at the end, let me have it. And nobody agreed to right. that. And it was compl- I was running my death night, and it was a trinket that was absolutely mm. 
viable. Viable for a blood death knight. Sure. And we got to the end, and this guy, another person, and I all rolled for it. I won it. Yeah. And we logged out of the group, rolled a level one character, chewed me out, and said, that's not even useful for your class. Like, dude, check your your specs for a blood death knight. This is completely one of the most desirable trinkets in the game at this point, this side of rating. Uh. And I reported him. It's It's like, this person came over here and harassed me. Yeah. But bye now. Yeah. Is, get get a life. Just because you said at the beginning, I want this, doesn't mean anyone agreed right, to your right. little. So yeah. I mean, harassing, I think, is is the issue. Yeah. Sexual harassment. Anonymity. You know. Yeah. Racial harassment. All that. It really the needs whole to get addressed. Anonymous whole, brings out the yeah. worstness, unfortunately. It does, and that's why I said that. That's why that line got to me. It says if you hang out with a bunch of guys, right? And that's not true no, because if you're hanging out all. with a bunch of guys in person, in person, I've never heard that from any of the guys I hang out with. It's and I hang out with well, a that, bunch of guys. Still, it doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it still does it's not still make it right. wrong. Yeah. It's still wrong, which is what I'm saying. It's the people you hang out with, yeah. obviously. Then don't hang out with people. those people. Now, that person did come back later and do a formal apology yes. to, to her. Absolutely. And, and Only because they got caught. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, they got it recorded. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, before we break, because the song we're going to play is related to this, sad news on the internet. Mr. Trollolol. I know. Yeah, I saw oh. that. Edward Keel has died in the Soviet Union, or excuse me, the former Soviet right. Union, at age 77. Edward Keel was a beloved Soviet crooner who won sudden international stardom two years ago in a 1976 <laughs> video of him singing Trollolol instead of the song's censored words became a global internet hit. It's the trolling song. Right. So, in honor of Edward Keel's passing, we are playing for you a remix of the Trollolol song. We will be back right after this sad moment in internet history, mourning the passing of the Trollolol guy. Mm-hmm. We'll be back right after this. Versus the World Productions. Podcasts and blogs by geeks for geeks. www.vtwproductions.com
Hi, this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Time to warm up your copies of Skype, and I'm looking at you, the classified. The Skype name is VTW Shows, or you can go to the front page of vtwproductions.com in the lower right-hand corner, click on the I'm Online icon, and it will auto-dial if you have Skype in- installed properly. Mm-hmm. And the call-in topic of the day is... What was your highlight or favorite thing you saw from E3, be it a game, an announcement, demo, uh, feature, demo, whatever. yeah, whatever. What was your your top top thing from this week's Electronic Gaming Expo? That's what grabbed you, Greg. I think you were rather impressed by Watch Dogs. Yeah, Watch Dogs was my top of the, yeah. the list. That was good. The evolution of GTA, basically. Yeah. You could argue Hmm, but GTA, where you can control the lights, that'd be so awesome. Uh, Woot? Be like, red light, green light. <laughs> Watch the red light. That is yeah. an old, old game, by the way. GTA? No. Oh, red light, green light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it kind of predates us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you're on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Darahas. Darahas, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. And what Just grand? dandy. Just dandy? <laughs> Just I'm doing dandy. just fine. Thank you for asking. So what grabbed you from the various announcements that came out of uh, Electronic Entertainment Exposition 2012? Well, the biggest thing for me was uh, hearing hearing Reggie Phil's aim say, my body is ready. That was... Explain that was the context yeah, of that Yeah, what's one. that from? Uh, a while back, when they were showing off the, the Wii Fit, the balance board thing, Okay, and they, he was Reggie was asked, you know, are are you ready for something completely new? And he said, my body, my, my body is ready. Okay. <laughs> and now he's showing the Wii U and how it can do stuff with the Wii Fit and gotcha. And just so you guys know, my body is still ready. My body is ready. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. I'm ready for my close up, Mr. Deville. Exactly. That ain't right, kids. Don't do drugs. Outside of, outside of that, there was The Last of Us, uh, the new quant- Quantum Dream uh, Beyond, I think it was called. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, uh, looked, that looked amazing. Explain that to me, because I know Beyond has to do with a girl. It, can, can she see ghosts? Is that what the deal is? Oh, no, that's the different one. That's Souls, Yeah. right? I, Twin Souls. From, something. from what I'm understanding of Beyond, I only saw like the, the trailer they had for it. I think she's like psychic. Ah, okay. I don't know, but it looks awesome. Just purely awesome. Yeah, it is some it has something to do with ghosts. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah. It's called Beyond Two Souls. Right? I uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm yeah. gonna say Yes. 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 I'm looking at yes. it right now, so I will say yes. <laughs> Beyond Two Souls is what it's called. Beyond Two Souls. So yeah. I'm at the end of the trailer for that. They did. She meant the girl mentioned some ghost guy. So I'm not sure. Mm, could be her second soul. Who knows? Interesting. Okay. Very good. Yeah, that looks really good f- to me too. 
Thank you, Darahas. We're going to kick you to the curb and make room for our next call. Okay, thank you. And be well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. <laughs> and you are on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Uh, Sakani again. How's everybody doing? Sakani, how are you doing? Hey. Good. Doing pretty good. Looking forward to uh, meeting up with you all at uh, Nerd Tackler as well as PAX Prime. I've got my travel plans set. All right. Awesome. I would. We're crossing fingers for PAX Prime, though. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting, hope, hoping for. They're willing to grant us press passes because they did it backwards this year. They closed out sales of regular passes a month before they offered press passes, and they still have the, the ability to veto us. So I'm like, oh, yeah. God, let's get in there, man. Because oh, we do have well. plans. <laughs> well, if worst comes to worst. Guys. Well, if worst comes to worst, we'll at least meet you there for yeah. dinner. Because <laughs> yes. we, we'll we be have, around. We'll be we there. have a place and we have flights. So. Okay. Well, yeah. Maybe you guys can bribe me to take one of those um, recorders with me when I'm you no know, running around like a fanboy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you two, one for each hand. Okay. <laughs> or we'll wrestle you to the ground and take your pass. But anyway. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Hey, yeah. We want to meet you before the, the con. con yeah. <laughs> Bring your badge. Bring your badge. <laughs> So, what did you see for me? (laughs) (laughs) You should be afraid. So, what did you see for me three that grabbed your attention? Well, actually, it wasn't a game that was on the show floor at all. It was actually a movie trailer. Hmm. The movie was called, it's a Disney movie um, called Wreck It Ralph. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ah, yes. And if you have not seen the trailer for that, it is. I have linked it on the official VTW Facebook page, so you can check it out there. Speaking of VTW and forums and stuff, we've posted so many YouTube videos to our forums that YouTube has auto-generated a Versus the World forums channel. Oh, really? Shush, really? (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. That's kind of cool. So they found us and said, there's a repository here of selected videos. Auto generate a versus the world forums channel on YouTube. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. awesome. We are officially a force of nature. Nice. Yeah, yes, we are. Ninety nine percent of them are My Little Pony, but who cares? No, well, you know. Yeah. So why why did you like uh, the Wreck It Ralph trailer? Yeah. What was your well, favorite felt, part? It's actually explain to the world about the concept behind Wreck It Ralph, Sakani. Oh, basically, from what I can glean from the trailer, this is basically a video game, a bad guy in a video game. An 8-bit no, video game. Yeah, 8-bit video game. Classic classic arcade coin up. He develops a um, a bit of ennui with his job. And he decides, you know what? I'm tired of being a bad guy. I want to be a good guy. And so he goes on his quest to you know, try to become a new character in a new game. But the, no, that sounds you no know, mundane and all that. The good part is that it has cameos from just about everybody. There are, let's see, Hubert. Dr. Robotnik, Zenji, Chun-Li, uh, the ghost from Pac-Man, you know, yeah. you name it. It's just like nice. all the classic like, game characters yeah. are there. It feels like every classic game character you could think of is represented in this film, and it is just amazing. It's going to be a nostalgia yeah, tour de force. W- one of the early things in that trailer they show is he's like in the villain support group. Right. And so they're all sitting around. It's like all recognizable All the characters. classic bad yeah. guys. Very cool. Yes, it yeah. is. So it's going to be a, a lot of fun, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so there was that, and also there was the, I just like laughing at the Microsoft conference, too. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> connect, 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 connect. Yeah. And done. Yeah. But, no, the one thing I will give them that is that, 
even though it was dumb for most gamers, it shows that they do know their audience, which is uh, people that like to shoot at people and connect gamers, as well as those who, what do you say, they watch the other video features, the non-gaming features of Xbox Live, the um, Netflix oh, sure. and Google channels and all that. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. And so I would say that Microsoft, they have three very popular niches and they appeal to all of those at the expense of, say, you know, those of us who want no more games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was there. <laughs> Somebody's got their phone on. Vibrate. <laughs> Here's a roll of quarters, kid. Page my pants. <laughs> all right, Sakani, I'm going to kick you out to make room for others. Thank you for calling in. Hopefully uh, get you safely to uh, Salt Lake City and see you soon. All right. Later, man. Be well. Bye. Take care. Pretty cool. All right, young Sean Caster, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. What is your uh, excitement that you've derived from the announcements from E3 this year? Not really. and I not, I didn't really see anything from E3, but I know TB had said that he was recording some footage from the game Necro, mm-hmm. mm. which is actually something that I helped kickstart. Oh, awesome. My first foray into Kickstarter and until I have my own job, my last. <laughs> Welcome to reality, my yeah, son. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, when you have no job and the school year is almost over. At least the Jeez. school year is almost over. See, I remember those happy. days. Yeah. Speaking of nostalgia. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, you guys. Seriously, guys. I'm old. The end of the <laughs> sophomore year in which the research paper was completed last week. Now it's just finals. Nice. And you are making me feel old. Yep. Why did I let you call it? Erdin's been out of school for like three weeks. <laughs> different parts of the country, different I know. Roles. We East start Coast way early. West Coast is apparently yep. different. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, when, when, do you goes in earlier. when do you start school in, in any given year? I start usually the first week or two in September. Yeah. 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 See, we start in August. So. End of August, yeah. 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 It all balances out. Yep. At least there is symmetry. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hmm. All right, Tech Priest, you need to hit Daxa with some accent. Go for it. Yeah, hello. Hello. <laughs> Why, hello there. <laughs> I love you. Come to Butthead. <laughs> All right. So, what was your favorite part of E3? It was a 20-minute long interview with uh, Mr. What his name is. I can't remember what his called name is <laughs> right now. <laughs> what was it that? It was about uh, he made a um, virtual reality headset. He made Quake. Uh, was it John Carmack? Yes, John yeah. Carmack's. It was a super nerdy 20 minute interview he did with Giant Bomb when he talked about latency in the brain. Latency yeah. in the brain. The ultimate yes, wetware latency. Was How many super awesome interview. Other than last, I was disappointed about E3 this year. It's really, I mean, E3 isn't targeted at the consumer as much as something like uh, PAX would be. Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they've really, after their redesign, they've tried to m- take it back to being an inside corporate thing. Right. But most companies aren't willing to dump a bankroll on that without there being some benefit to the end consumer yeah. mm-hmm. it still becomes a place where they announce things and have press conferences and demos. So right. I don't know why why they're trying to make it this insider. I don't know. They're, they're yeah, but look at EA's press conference. They talked about 10 games. 
10 sequels. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, no original Nothing content. Nothing new. Yeah, not a lot of original stuff on there, that's for sure. And uh, I was excited by Watch Dogs until they started shooting, then that it all dropped. <laughs> <laughs> that's just gun crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I was really excited with the other portions of Watch Dogs. I like that yeah, you can that control things. Yeah, that really interesting. Yeah. yeah, that was really neat. Um, and you know what? You will eventually have to get to the shooting. Just like with... Uh, with the the walking dead i really like all the other things you do but i mean obviously you're gonna have to kill some zombies yeah so but yeah it's it looks interesting i'd give it a shot no pun intended yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um but no i think uh, one of the big things for watchdogs to your point is that it's at least it's an original ip exactly yeah. yes and that's good which you like, just had two original ips at yeah least. absolutely so but yeah everything Both else is or- very sequel driven. Yeah, I was Everything. excited about Planet Side Two, though. Yeah, I heard about that. Mm-hmm. I saw the trailer. I'm not a big shooting yeah. fan, but it sounds like it, for those who like first-person shooters, it would be quite the battle royale. But it's it's an MMO yes. FPS. So yeah. Yes. I mean, and people who love Planet Side love Planet Side right. mm-hmm. hardcore. Well, the interesting thing, though, is they're going with the free-to-play mo- or freemium model. Right. So yeah. they basically are using that because then hopefully the world will always be seeded with people that yes, want to just check the, it out. It's right. the perfect way to go. Yeah. Also known as cannon fodder. <laughs> you get a red shirt when you <laughs> join. Exactly. <laughs> Why is my armor red? <laughs> well. <laughs> go oh, check that out. <laughs> go stand up there. Go stand over there. Look at that wall. Boom, headshot. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> All right, Tech Beast, thank you for gracing yeah. Dax's ears with your uh, fuzzy Sultry format. voice. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. We'll catch, catch you next time. Uh, where did my pointer go? I don't know. I'm totally confused. And welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This is AgriSSW. Hi. Hi. SSW, I've seen you on the video wall along with Chaos Wolf. Everyone wave to Chaos Wolf. Yay! We Yay. saw you at Phoenix Comic Con. We How did you see him. That was cool. Jeez. Yep. And what grabbed you from E3 this year? Well, the two games that I was looking uh, really forward to seeing stuff from are, were, uh, of course, Assassin's Creed 3, which mm-hmm. it seems mm-hmm. like every time the Ubisoft has released another chapter in the Assassin's Creed series, it's always better than the last one. With the exception of, uh, I think, uh, Revelations was kind of like a side. It wasn't really a step up. It was more like a step to the side. But it was still good, nonetheless. But it seems like everything that's coming out of Assassin's Creed 3, like the, the environments, the, uh, the, the way his, his, all his equipment, the uh, ship combat, it just looks so fantastic. My, myself... And my lovely girlfriend, Ambrosia Hartnett. Shout out to her. Yeah. <coughs> I worked it in. Extremely looking forward to this game. Because I, uh, I showed it to her uh, just like uh, two days ago. And she was just like nerdgasming out like, Oh my god, I can't wait to play this game. <laughs> she's, she's, mm. Yeah, she's, she's like, oh, falling in love with the, the main assassin, Connor. She's like, oh my god, I love this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Nerd squee. In so, so there's that. And the other one that I'm looking at too that I was watching previews on was uh I'm like, oh my god, it's a new XCOM game from the mm-hmm. uh my childhood. And I was like, 
oh, I spent so many hours playing that game back in the day on the PC. And just watching how they've, like, redone it and all this stuff. is like, oh, man, all those memories are coming back to me. Like, when the, the most recent video, when they were fighting the Chrysalis, I'm like, oh, God, not those things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those fighting were... those things early on. Those were the worst. Because you lost yeah, a lot <laughs> of people to those guys. And, and they just multiplied one, them. Exactly. This is the worst. Because they could at least take at least one or two good heavy plasma to the face and right. still keep yeah. coming at you. Yeah, it was, I mean, not only that, but just how many bad sequels there were to XCOM that it's really nice to see one that finally is recapturing the original game. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I know I mean, someone in the IRC said that they were disappointed it was turn-based, but I love the fact that it's turn-based. Oh, that's what made it so much better. Exactly. And that's brother always used to used to tell me he's like he liked turn based over real time because in turn based you have full control of what's going on in the battlefield whereas in real time it's like okay you gotta make you gotta make decisions on the fly and, and sometimes it doesn't always go your way exactly and some people aren't you know some people actually think things out you know that whole strategery thing we were talking about you don't just Oh my god, I have to press a button, press it fast. Well, and, and the with, with turn-based strategy games, you can always walk away. You can go get a drink, you can come oh, back yeah. to the game later. With a real-time strategy game, it's like you know you're playing a map, you're playing that map. You're, you you got to get through the whole <laughs> There's thing. There's no bio break. Exactly. So. Wear, mm-hmm. your, wear your adult diaper. That's right. Be in a cup. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Agrius, since you've already worked in your shout-out, I'm going to summarily cut you off. Ha, 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 ha. Beat it. Just beat it. <laughs> Just beat it. Why? Nothing. I have the power. I am the president. That Agrius. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that, I believe... Is it? ...is a show. Yes, yes, it is. Sorry, chit-chatting with Emperor... Well, stop Boom. it. We're on air. Right. You should. Hey, he's coming up next. <laughs> coming up next on Versus the World Radio, The Emperor's Court with That's Emperor right. and Highlander. Your three-hour break from internet porn. Mm-hmm. If you love right-wing nutjobs and left-wing nutjobs, both together in the same show, this is the show for you. If you're easily offended and don't like bad words... This is not the, the show, show for, for you. you. Show for you. Yeah. When they have the warning at the beginning of the show that this contains adult content and trans fats. They mean it. They mean it. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention. Do as you're told. Watch your waistline. Watch your waistline. If you are not easily offended, then you should stay and listen for they are awesome. Oh, yeah. You have been listening to Casual Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. We will be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel, for more entertaining goodness. I have been Gnomewise. I have been Dexa. I have been Grail. I have been Gwenora. And you are engaged. Yes, yes he is. Congratulations. Uh-huh. Booyah. We, therefore, ergo and forthwith and whereas. <laughs> are out of here? Fine. Great! Silence! <laughs> <laughs> bye bye, radio people. Uh-
a bombardier, 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 a bombardier